The Dub Dub Review is proud to be sponsored by the Theme Park Brothers. Join Jordan and Cameron Black, along with Michael and Christina, as they share their Walt Disney World and Florida adventures with you. Most recently, check out their full resort walkthroughs for the All-Star Resorts, Art of Animation, Port Orleans, Grand Floridian, Contemporary, and Polynesian Resorts. You can find them on Facebook at The Theme Park Brothers, on Twitter at Theme Park Boys, and on their YouTube channel, which is The Theme Park Brothers. Subscribe now so you'll never miss a show. Hello and welcome to the WW Review. I'm your host, Chris Malik, and I'm joined by Peter. Peter, listen to this one. Peter Pontecorvo. How are you, Pete? Very good. Yes, I got it right, yeah, right? I east it. got it right this week. Only been friends for a long time and 77 yeah. episodes, right? A few years, you know. Good. I'm, I'm doing all right. How about you? You know what? It was a great day today. I, I couldn't be any better. I saw my dad today, saw my mom today. It was a really good day. So Good. Um, Pete, we are on officially episode 77. Do you know why this is important today? Uh, cause 77 was the year I was born. That, okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll go with that temporarily. <laughs> no, 77 is the episode we got our friend B Thaxton on. And here's why it's really important to me. And I'll tell you why. B, you don't usually say this about women, but B is a stud. And I want you to hear her story because the more that I talk to you, B, I I, I can't wait to get you on because I want to learn everything about you. But you'll understand why at the end here. You are utterly amazing. So, B, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you coming on. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Always a pleasure. Well, thank you. Thank you for being generous with your time. Uh, you know, I know it's uh, it's later in the evening where you are with Mickey time than where Pete and I are where it's uh, Abraham Lincoln time. So... Again, exactly. thank you. Um, B, let's start this off. Let's just let's just hit the ground running, if you don't mind. I want to learn a little bit about you for a backdrop here. Um, but before I do, um, tell our listeners, I know you've been on a couple of times, but let's say this is the first time they've listened to the show. Shame on them, because it's like we're award-winning radio here. Um, exactly. tell, us, tell us who you are and what you do, if you don't mind. Okay, I am B. Thaxton. I work for... Buy and sell DVC and DVC-rental.com. I am the real estate broker for Buy and Sell DVC. I handle all of our real estate transactions from beginning to end. And I have over 30 years of real estate experience. I'm a DVC member. And Ariel is my princess. (laughs) Ariel is your princess. And you would know Ariel is your princess if you've looked at the WW Review Facebook page because... I've got a really cool tattoo <laughs> of of your leg. Is that correct, B? That's correct. <laughs> of your leg with a running shoe and Ariel on top of the running shoe that I thought was pretty spectacular. So, um, you know that that is the Disney New Balance Ariel running shoe. Okay, and you've got all the bubbles with the races you've completed so far, right? That was the idea. Correct. Different distances. Okay. Yes. 
So it's not a matter of the ones you finish, because I imagine at that point your leg might have several, uh, I don't know, maybe 50 to 100 bubbles on it at the end, which is probably not your intention, just the distances you finish, correct? Correct. All right. So I want to get back to the run, Disney, with you, but tell me a little bit about you. Where did you grow up? Because you're, you're a southern girl. I know that from the past, but were you always a Floridian? No, I've only been in Florida, Florida since August of 2015 when we opened the resale company. Okay. I moved down here specifically to join Scott to open that company. Okay. So where, um, where'd I you grew grow up? up in West Virginia. Okay. I left there in 1988 and moved to North Carolina. I was in North Carolina for 16 years, moved to South Carolina for five years because my daughter wanted to go to... <clears throat> The national champion Clemson Tigers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll plug that all day long. Okay. Um, then she went to grad school in New Orleans, and I moved there with her. She did her postdoc at Auburn, so we were in Alabama for a year and a half, and then I came here. So I've been all over the Southeast. You have. You have covered almost all the Southeast. Good no wonder Florida. she only likes college football. She's never been in a state with a decent <laughs> NFL team. Well, it's true. Whenever we talk, she is the college girl. I know that much. So. I, now, wait. Now, back in the 70s, I was a Steeler fan when it was Franco Harris, Mean Joe Green, Terry Bradshaw. Right, but you were living in West Virginia, not exactly. Pennsylvania. Exactly. <laughs> so you still weren't in a in a in a state with a, a decent NFL team. <laughs> you, you know, I, I did I did live in New Orleans when the Saints won the Super Bowl, and I did go to the Super Bowl parade. Oh, wait a minute, hang on. So I'm going to interrupt the whole conversation. You lived in New Orleans when Hurricane Katrina was in New Orleans as well. No, okay. I moved. Uh, my daughter started grad hurricane Hurricane Katrina was in 2005. My daughter started grad school in. August of 2009. Oh, okay. I, I thought the Saints won, wasn't it the year afterwards? I, no, it was a couple years afterwards? Like 10, 2010, 2011. Was it really? <clears throat> it shows how outdated I am then with the Saints information. Um, but you Being do have... a Falcons fan, I block out the Saints information, <laughs> so it doesn't matter to me. Okay. <laughs> Well, well, tell me, when did you start off? You said you had 30 years' experience as a broker. Did I get that right? When did you become a, officially a real estate professional? And when, when was that? Not as, not as a broker, but in real estate. Okay. Um, I started out doing collections, <clears throat> real estate collections. Then I did foreclosures. I set up and ran a short sale division. I ran a bankruptcy division, all for real estate. Then I went on the lending side of it, and I ran a mortgage processing division for a bank. Um, then I went into loan origination, and I opened my own non-conforming real estate company or mortgage company. Okay. Uh, and from there, I got out of it for a while because I got burnt out. Yeah, I can imagine. And that's when I got my cancer the first time. We'll talk about that later. You said. Okay. Um. Uh, I went into, I got back into real estate doing sales, working working as an assistant for a top agent, mm -hmm. and got my license, did sales, did property management, went out on my own, did commercial, real estate, uh, residential, and property management. You... Got my broker's license when I moved here, but I'd had a real estate license for about 
seven or eight years at that point. You've done everything in the real estate marketplace, haven't you not? I have. Just about. I, I can share your pain. Little known fact about me, too, is right outside of college, I was actually a licensed Illinois real estate agent myself for a couple of years. So, but as a new college graduate with a new wife, you know, starting off is pretty slow. You've got to be pretty, uh, pretty patient in order to make the money. So that was not where my future lied. So it only lasted a couple of years, but I can share your pain. So you've done everything good for you. I wasn't quite sure of the background. So how did, how did Disney, when did that start in your life? Was that even earlier than that? Was that when you, with your childhood? How did Disney start in your life? Disney started with. I had an eight-year-old daughter, and I decided it was time that she go to Disney. I had never been as a child. Okay. Um, we were living in North Carolina. We decided to come down and take her to Disney. We did a package, had no idea what we were walking into, and it was 1996, the 25th anniversary. We walked in, and the castle was this giant pink birthday cake. Yeah, you saw the Pepto-Abysmal castle. Okay. I did. And I had an <laughs> eight-year-old daughter who fed, fell head over heels, and that was the end of the story. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and she fell head over heels. for. What did you think when you were there for your first time? What was your What was your impression when you first stayed at the resort? What, what did you think? Coolest place I'd ever been. Really? <laughs> Loved it. What? And we'd stayed at Port Orleans. That was my next question. Where'd you stay? You stayed at Port Orleans. Okay. Yep. French Quarter with the, with the dragon. (laughs) The dragon fool. I love it. Yeah. The dragon fool. Uh, You went to, you went to the parks of that year too. What was open? It was Hollywood studios, obviously Epcot and magic kingdom. You saw all three. Correct. Hollywood studios was MGM and you'll still catch me calling it MGM. (laughs) I I do the same thing. Don't feel bad. Yeah, wait till they change the name again. I'll still be calling it MGM, and people will look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Do you remember what was your daughter's favorite ride, and then what was your favorite ride when you went the first time? Oh, I'm asking I, you for a lot. I know. I, I do apologize. I don't know. Um, she liked Spaceship Earth. She got good taste. Yeah. Yes, she did. I like the teacups. Did you like the teacups? <laughs> I like the teacups. Wow. <laughs> okay. Like teacups. That's not something you hear very often either. No, you, Pete, exactly. I, I don't know if I've ever had anybody tell us that was their favorite ride was the teacups, but good for you. Do you still enjoy it, B? Absolutely. Would it be one of your favorites still? Or... Absolutely. It's a must-do. Oh, my gosh. It's a must-do, the teacups. You better believe it. Wow. Okay, so if we ever meet at the parks, I don't know. You're going to have to talk me up to get on that one because that usually leaves me groggy for a lot of the days. So. Nope, I've done them in California and in Florida both. Love them. Wow. Okay, so you've stayed now at the Port Orleans Resort. Have you stayed at all the resorts, some of the resorts, no more? Or what else have you stayed at, B? Um, all of the DVC resorts except for the new Copper Creek mm-hmm. and... Beach Club. Okay. So, oh, you haven't stayed at the Beach Club. I've not stayed at Beach Club, but there's only 60 rooms. It's hard to get in there. So true. So true. Well, then. Uh, next- I've, I've stayed at Pop Century, which I'll never do a value resort again. And I love Caribbean Beach. Uh oh. Okay. Well, there's a follow up question coming. Why is that? The Pop Century? Why is 
Pop Century? Yeah. Why will you never do a I, value resort again? The walls are paper thin. Okay. The They are older. They are not as well maintained. The beds are hard as rocks. Instead of a queen-size bed, you've got full-size bed. Okay. And you don't have the amenities. And I own DVC. I'm not staying anywhere but DVC. I'm <laughs> Better girl. I'm <laughs> Well, 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 let me plug then your business on just a sideways look here. So if it was to cost you, you know, let's say it was $149 a night for Pop Century, for only, heck, for just a few dollars more, you could actually get DVC accommodations through your company. I mean, is that is that not true? Correct. That is correct. Our prices usually run between the value and the moderates. Okay. So... I had never rented DVC points, so but I know that if you go to your website, which is, D, is DVC-rental.com. There you go. So you go there. There is actually a frequently asked question. It'll explain the entire process, correct? That is correct. Okay. So you don't got to stay on paper-thin walls or rock-hard beds, at least. Right, Pete? You- um, well, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say you do know that Pop Century just had the 90s buildings completely redone. Maybe they heard yes. her. Maybe they heard her it, opinion. It's possible, right? Now, being you own the poly now, I know that. <laughs> I'm, like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. Something I'm good at. <laughs> yeah, but did they redo the walls? Oh, good one. I don't believe so. But good they, one. They did take out the the carpeting, and it's now a queen size bed with a full size pull down, much like the studios have. B, B, though, I agree with you, though. One of the most annoying features about any hotel room that I've ever stayed at is if I could hear the TV or my neighbors doing God knows what on the other side of that wall. That has oh, we know what. Well, it, it, could, be, it, it could be anything, <laughs> but I'm just saying. That is one of my big bugaboos is if I could hear the TV, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I kind of make a judgment call on that. So as soon as you said that to me, B, I, I can't say that I would ever recommend for my friends to go down and stay at the Pop Century or anything along those lines, just knowing that. So great point. Um, Let me ask you this. Let me get into my topic today, please, because I'd love to explore a little bit about this running habit that you've formed, which has been a lifelong passion. Yes or no? No. No. Okay. So <laughs> tell us about this. I see you. Here's what I think. This is this is the God's honest truth. Okay. I'm 41 years old. I'll turn 42. And I had a litany of awards. And I was a great athlete in high school and college as a young adult. And recently with the kids, I'm not. So, you know, I, we, we get exercise. I get my cardiovascular exercise every week. But I'm not a runner. And I think to myself, I've got all these reasons why I can't do the running. And then I look on Facebook, and I see you posting pictures of you completing races, and I think, huh, that's nice. Good for her. And then I learn that you've beaten cancer how many times now? Three. Three times. And then I learn from being your friend, you've had knee operations. How many knee operations yet? I've had, oh, I don't know how many operations. Uh, over a dozen operations, but two knee replacements on the right knee. Oh, my gosh. And then I've learned that you've had a hip operation, too. Is that correct? Yep. Hip replacement, partial hip replacement on the right. 
And that's about the point that I look at myself in the mirror and I say, you gotta be kidding me. If B. Thaxton can do this right now, what is my excuse? I have no excuse that's valid anymore. So tell me about this. How did you start? What was the motivation for you to begin doing this? Uh, February of 2014, I had stomach cancer. That was my most recent cancer. And the doctors said the best way to take care of everything was to do a gastric bypass. And they said that I would probably lose 50 or 60 pounds. So I start doing some research and find out, oh, no, no, no. At that point, I weighed about 275 pounds. Wow. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. So after my surgery, I start going to water aerobics, thinking that's going to be easier on my knee. Well, after about a month, I'm finding water aerobics isn't doing it because I've already passed the class. So I stay and I swim laps and then I start using the machines and then I start doing a little walking on the treadmills. And at this point, I'm down about 80 pounds. Then I'm thinking, okay, this isn't too bad. And my daughter and I are looking and she says, hey, there's a Disney run princess event. I said, what do you mean? Do we get to dress up? She said, yes, you dress up as your favorite princess and we run through Disney World. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. So we start looking at it and signed up for our first race in February of 2016. I thought I was prepared. I wasn't prepared. Okay. It took me 89 minutes and I did no picture stops and I only stopped for the bathroom twice. And afterwards, I was Thoroughly and completely embarrassed. So we signed up again for the Wine and Dine in November. I did the 5K and I did the 10K. 10K I finished in 71 minutes with two bathroom stops and three photo stops. Awesome. And those are probably what, like five minute photo stops, right? Or or is there a line? Oh, oh, yeah, there's a line. (laughs) (laughs) choose your photos wisely. Okay. (laughs) Don't let the balloon ladies get you. (laughs) And what does that mean, the balloon ladies? Okay. Other than the 5K, 16 minutes after the last person starts, there are three to to five balloon ladies, sometimes more, sometimes a little less. They have these giant balloons with whatever the theme is. For Star Wars, they had... um, one of the, I don't even, uh, the BA character. I'm not, I'm, excuse me, I'm not Star Wars. Okay. Um, I can talk to you about princesses all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they had these giant balloons, and they keep a 16-minute pace. And if you fall behind them, they put you on a bus and take you off the course. Motivation. Well, they have to open the parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's a half marathon, they have to open the roads. Okay. Um, let me let me. Can I take you back here like three minutes? So, sure. you said you had stomach cancer, correct? Correct. The, the, as soon as you said that, like like all of a sudden, like like my mind was like, whoa. So it was a contained cancer; it hadn't spread, and they said we can actually remove part of your stomach with gastric bypass. And remove yes. the tumor as well as part of your stomach, correct? Correct. And 
I had very bad acid reflux and my esophagus was thinning out and starting to collapse. And the gastric bypass forms a natural vacuum and I no longer have the acid reflux and my esophagus has healed and is back to normal. Holy cow. I <laughs> That story alone is amazing to me because usually, Pete, I mean, you're the, you, you, you've, you're the medical professional here. I mean, not that you're an oncologist, but I mean, stomach cancer is pretty brutal, correct? Uh, usually people don't do well with it because they end up dropping a lot of weight because they can't eat and it just makes it compounds everything and makes things even worse. But here's a girl who had it and she beat it. That's utterly amazing to me. So you have, you have gastric bypass. You're looking for a way to exercise and do therapy. You're in the pool. You find out you're you're already past these chumps. <laughs> Excuse my French, right? And then you start okay. swimming, and then you start walking, and then you start... Now, when you started walking on the treadmill, did you actually progress up to, to jogging on the treadmill? Were you full-out yeah. running, or was it quick walking? No, it's walk. I, I cannot run because the impact from my knee replacement and hip replacement is too hard. Okay. So I walk, but I can walk a 13-10 mile if it's a, on a half marathon. If it's a 5... I can finish a 5K in 38 minutes. So you already have your walking pace set. You know how fast you can walk. So you could go and complete a half marathon just from your continual training right now, correct? Correct. I've done four this year. Well, that was my next question is how many races have you completed this year? I don't know. I know I've done four half marathons. I try to do at least um, two two races a weekend mm. at least. But I've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight not 10 Disney races this year. Oh my gosh. Run Disney ought to be paying you at this point. Holy moly. Hey, hey Pete. So oh, nine, races, nine this year. Sorry. I have three more to do. <laughs> which ones, <laughs> which ones are they to be? Um, I have done the five and the 10 K for princess. Okay. I did the five and the 10 and the half marathon for star Wars. And I did the, 10 and a half marathon in Disneyland for Tinkerbell and I'm doing the 5 the 10 and a half for Wine and Dine. Wow. Have you, so you've run now at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. I've not completed or even entered a run Disney race, but I understand the Walt Disney World races are a little more scenic. Um just on your quick impressions, what do you think? A Disneyland race, Walt Disney World race, what do you think? Walt Disney World race. And why is that? And, um <laughs> First off, it, they're easier to get to. Um, Disneyland was, we had to go through security three or four different times because it wasn't set up properly. Mm. Uh, well, Disney World, we let off fireworks for every corral. We have a DJ there with dancing. Um, it's a lot more, everybody's in one big area. In Disneyland, they can't let off fireworks, so they let off confetti. They don't have the big DJ and the dance parties because they have neighbors around them. Okay. So they have a noise level that at 4 a.m. that they have to watch. That's good, honest honest advice for if you're looking to sign up for your first one. Yeah. Uh, um, let me take you back here. You mentioned to me you had a couple runs in with the big C, correct? 
you had stomach, but what else, may I ask, have you had, B? I've had breast cancer twice, same breast. You've had breast cancer twice and stomach cancer. So you've beaten cancer now three times. When was 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 your stomach issue? Was that the most recent one? Did I hear that correctly? It was, yes. And that was, again, what was the year of that, B? February of 2014. I'm writing these dates down, so I know I'm going to send you a card. So February 2014. <laughs> All right, so just that alone is like worth me buying you dinner for sure. Tell me about your surgeries too, because I'm a multiple knee operation guy myself too. Tell me about yours. Um, they started out doing the going in and scraping uh, from years of cheerleading and gymnastics. Okay, I had no. It was bone on bone, and and it was arthritis. So they went in and they would scrape them, and they did it so many times it it just got to a point they had to do the replacements. Okay. Um. Then, Pete, you're the medical guy. You can probably come up with a term because it's 2,900 letters where my body makes scar tissue faster than most people. Mm -hmm. So they have to go in every now and then and bend my knee and break that scar tissue. Yeah. I I don't know the name of the procedure off the top of my head, but I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I've had a few of those. And then... The first knee replacement they put in the wrong size. I wasn't. I wasn't aware there is a there is a wrong size. So it's based upon size of the leg, be size of of the length of the leg. What is it based on? They're doing it different now. Pete may be able to help us with this. This was back in two thousand and eight. Okay. They had one size and they had to cut it down to fit the person. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Get out of here! Really? Yeah. Yeah. And now they take a 3D image of your knee and they make it custom to to you. Is that, am I saying this right, Pete? Yeah, it's, it's, I, when I was in paramedic school, I actually sat in on a complete knee replacement surgery during my clinical rotations. That that is one of the most brutal surgeries to watch if you have knee problems, especially. They, they literally cut the joint out grind everything down using literally like tools that you would see in an auto body shop a dremel <laughs> right. uh, yeah okay absolutely dremel angle grinders the whole nine yards okay then they dry fit a kind of not a, a a junk one but like a pot metal one and then they have a custom one that is all polished stainless surgical steel and you know really nice and everything they take the the test fitting one out this is all in the same surgery by the way they take out the test fit put in the permanent one because once they fit the permanent one it has to stay there okay and then they start putting everything back together it's it is a brutal surgery but the one that i saw was was the new style the new type the old one is even worse. B, B, how do they improperly fit you for your knee operation, could I ask? I guess when they made the, the prototype from the from, from the one that they, the junk one, as Pete called it, when they transferred it over to make the one to go in my knee, they didn't cut it down enough. Holy cow. And I had to wait six months with that in my leg to heal enough for them to go back and replace it. 
Oh my gosh. So you had this in your leg and you had to walk around and do therapy and have essentially let it heal up yeah. before they, before they take it out. Correct. Oh my gosh. Had, Every listener just cringed right now. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. I got a staph infection for the second one and did 16 months of physical therapy. Wait, oh, wait, oh, <laughs> hang on. So they pulled this out, they put another one in and then you had a staph infection. Is that right? <laughs> yes. That's correct. Holy cow. <laughs> I hope you have never had that surgeon again. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Frankenstein, right? Oh, my gosh. I'll never have that knee replacement again. I don't care. You'll find me in Disney on a daggone scooter. I will never do it again. So, so B, then, is that now, was the staph infection, once that was cleared up, is that the same knee in there, or do they have to pull that one out and put another one in at that point? No, it, it stayed in there. It stayed in there. They just cleaned up the staph infection. Okay. Yep. So that's your right knee twice, right? Yep. And yep. tell me about this hip because right now, I honestly, I feel like I'm going to put my running shoes on because if you're doing it, I'm, I'm going to get my butt out there and do it too. <laughs> tell me about this hip. Uh, arthritis in the joint. Okay. Partial hip replacement. <laughs> wow. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to do something that, that I probably shouldn't do, but I want to ask you, if you don't mind sharing, how, how old are you, B? And I shouldn't ask a lady, especially a southern lady. I, I know that. Yeah, but I'll let you get by with it. Because I celebrate my cancer birthdays, and I celebrate my birthday every year because I'm thankful to be here. I am 54 years old. 54 years old. So, Pete, let me set the table for you, and let me tell you how good we feel about each other now. 54 <laughs> years old, two knee operations, a staph infection, a left hip replacement, I'm sorry, let me go back and say two knee replacements, not knee operations, a left hip operation, right, right hip operation. So Everything your whole right. right side is bionic at this point, it B, is. right? <laughs> you must have a nightmare going through the, uh, the, the airports. Do you uh, they give her a, they give her a card. She doesn't have to get any of that stuff done. And she just took up running a couple of years ago, back in February of 2014. And she's completed how many races would you estimate right now, B? I didn't start my first race until February of 2016. Okay. So we're talking a little more than a year, like 15 months, right? Yeah. How many total races have you finished in a 15-month period? More than 50. Every person person just looked at the radio and said, you got to be kidding me. I've done 5Ks, 10Ks, 15Ks, 4 miles, uh eight miles um the fours are always on the fourth of july Mm. (laughs) uh half marathon so yeah well i gotta tell you something when i was down there for vacation i was gonna try and meet with scott okay and i hadn't made any arrangements with you because you were moving i think at that time yeah i don't want to meet scott anymore i want to i want to i'm taking you out to dinner with my family (laughs) are you kidding me you're amazing (laughs) him hear you say that he's gonna hear me say that he's um, gonna hear me say that are you kidding me that's amazing i love your story so i am so glad you're willing to share that with us and honestly to to beat cancer not once not twice but three times that's awesome and let's talk can i ask you a question can i can i ask you not that this has all been easy you were up to how, how much did you weigh you said b I was up at right at 275. 275. So you were going to have a lifestyle change. So this one kind of was almost forced upon you anyways, correct? Correct. 
I mean, you were coming to the end of a rope quickly at 275 pounds. So, right. And I'm only five, one and a half. Okay. It was like a gift in a terrible package. It was. In a bizarre way. It Holy was. cow. Peter, you have anything? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. You guys let la- uh, people who watch our, our resale site, when I go in and I'm laughing and I'm making fun with people and I'm joking, that's me. I celebrate life every single solitary day. That's why you should. Exactly. Because I, I, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I watch. And I'm not gonna yeah. let people keep me down. I'm going to keep on going. I watch you on that Facebook group and truth of the matter is when we were looking just to even the first time we talked to Scott, I was like, you know, I love to have someone come on that knows DVC and I would love to talk to an expert and you know, Facebook groups be, I'm, I, how many groups are you part of? Probably, oh, don't ask. probably more than you could shake a stick at 50 yeah, or, or more. Like most of them just <laughs> right. So I ended up on your site one day. And I was like, okay, let me take a look at this. And I'm not sure if I asked for Scott, if I asked him to let me join or whatnot. And then all of a sudden, I was like, you know, this is this is an interesting group. I don't see, I don't see anything negative here. And it's yep. like, okay, so who's the administrators? Okay, so Scott and B and Scott's wife Shannon. Let me see how often they respond. And it's like, holy cow, they're responding to like every message. And every time you responded, it was a positive answer. So, like, I immediately, like, as far as groups go, when I see posts in certain groups, mm, I don't pay attention to all of them, I'll be honest. When I see a post in your group, I, I, I guarantee I always pay attention to it. I always read it. If it's not, you know, you know, uh, um, Vicky Marie, who just joined, you know, from England, um, that has questions because she's interested, or if it's your buddy Nick, who has questions and make, <laughs> make you send them to the corner every day. Um, I read every comment, but I, I look forward to hearing your and Scott's reply to all these comments. We have fun, and that's what we want. We want a positive at group. We don't want negativity. And if it starts, we you get one warning, and if you do it again, you're gone. Yeah. It we it's it's to learn. It's to have fun. It's to relax. It's not to be stressful. We want people to enjoy themselves. That's what Disney's about. You guys even answer questions when it's not necessarily even your company. Like, hey, I I was looking at another site, and then all of a sudden, I'll, I'll see you chime in. It's like, uh-oh, you said the wrong words there, and <laughs> I know you're going to give an answer to that one. But you always give answers to everybody's questions. So that's right. why I think I was attracted to having you guys on. You guys are just, just really good people, and I, I, I appreciate it even being part of that group. So. Thank you. Scott is an expert. He's been doing this for years. He knows more about DVC. Than, than I'll ever know. And and he's a gentleman too. He has volunteered his time repeatedly with Peter and I, so we are thankful for Scott as well too. So um, I have taken up a bunch of your time. Pete, do you have any questions for B? Because she's inspired me. I feel like I'm going to go out with Rocky music right now. I'm going to go and try and bust out a mile or two right now. Um, you, you have fun with that. <laughs> Come, uh, on. I'll be, no. Come on. Come uh, on. Come on, Pete. Come do it with us. Nope. I'm gonna get, I think you guys should come down and run with us. We do. We have started. Last year, there were several ladies ranging anywhere from my daughter, who was the youngest at 30, up to one who was 69 years old, had said, 
on and off all the, through the year. I want to run with you. I want to run with you. I want to run with you. I want to dress up and come and run. We put together a group called DVC Princess Runners. And we had a couple of guys in it. And Scott bought T-shirts and everybody brought stuff for the goodie bags. Like somebody bought um, everybody tiaras and wands and somebody brought wine glasses and somebody brought uh, chapstick and sunscreen. And everybody went home with a goodie bag full of that with everything. Like, like, like a community should do, right? Exactly. We all got together at Wilderness Lodge at Whispering Pines at, at Whispering Canyon and had dinner and met everybody. I remember seeing pictures. We had a blast. Yeah. Right now we're up to, I think, maybe 30 or 35. We want to keep it no more than 40 so that we can keep it a small group. And we want everybody to have somebody to walk or run with them at the pace that they want to walk or run at. That's a great message. And it's, it was probably completely achievable, right? Everybody had a ball. Everyone had a ball. See, that's the that's like the point. Like, you know, Run Disney, everyone signs up, and yeah, it's expensive, and yeah, it involves the airfare, and it involves the room, but it's like signing up to be part of the community, and before you know it, you're like, is this really worth it? Until you get to meet these people, and it's like, yeah. Um, even in my own personal life, as far as like the community, I get people texting me that live 1,200 miles away just to see how I'm doing and see if I've had a good Father's Day, and it's like, you know, that's another example of how good this community can be. So that's wonderful that you guys are doing that. And it really hmm. is. I am more than willing to come out and I'll come. I'll even come out there when you guys that are running go out there and I'll cheer everybody on. I've got no issue doing that. I just can't run anymore. Mm. You can come and walk with me. How do you beat that offer, Peter? You got big long legs like a gazelle. I know you're you're a tall dude. You could you could walk a thirteen minute pace, right? The only requirement that we have is that you dress up and I have final approval on your <laughs> That's got to be because of somebody else. That is the only requirement that we have. I have approval on all costumes. <laughs> See, I like this. I like this. Look, our... there was a guy out there last year that had a shirt that I fell in love with, and I've seen it a few times. It says, why are all these princesses chasing me? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's golden. <laughs> That's inspired. I like that. That's good. That's only for somebody that can run at the front of the group, though. Right? If you were behind, you it'd be embarrassing. Be, you can't be the last guy <laughs> in the group. You'd be like, I don't know. I was in the box. I could see it. You know? oh, I'm man. the only one back here. Yeah, well, there's. I mean, there are fathers out there running with their daughters in tutus and wigs and full costumes. There are a group of guys that do the princess run. There's like six or eight of them, and every year in there's a, a big princess fairy tale. Used to be the DVC princess runners uh, or DVC princess. Now it's some glass slipper challenge. Now it's the fairy tale challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about eight thousand people in that group. And there's a group of six or eight guys that dress up in full costume, wigs, hair, makeup. They leave their <laughs> wives and their children at home, and they do this race every year. And they're and they all the all the women are like, "Hey, did anybody get a picture of the guys this year?" And they're all over Facebook. They're great. Oh, <laughs> How do you God. know I'm not already part of that group? Right? See, you never know, B. Right? Because uh, I never run again. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a kilt sitting in my closet right now. Yeah, you can wear a kilt. I don't care what you wear. Oh, no, wear. that's what I would wear. 
that's perfectly fine. As long as you wear something under it, other than what Nick likes to post. Oh, man. <laughs> See, now i got to think of it logistically. I've got my wife who is a runner, or she used to be a, a, a really good runner. My daughter is a runner, and I think if we told my son we were going down to complete the run Disney race, oh, he'd get his butt in that treadmill, and he'd become a runner pretty quickly, too. So this could put me in the poorhouse quickly, but I think there'd be a lot worse ways to go to the poorhouse than doing this. Exactly. You, you've got me interested. You have um, you have been I'm more than awesome to talk to. Yeah, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I'm going to tell you what, there were more Star Wars characters out there on the 10K than any other race I've ever done. Really? I took pictures of characters. I have no idea who they were. Scott and <laughs> there were probably 30 characters on the 10K. Oh, wow. Without lines, just waiting there. Well, give me your tip here. So, so okay, so I'm, I'm a novice, pizza novice at this point. So we want to sign up. Should we sign up for, like, a, if we were going to sign up for the first time, a 5K, a 10K, the half? What, what, what would you sign up for if this was your first race? And, and be I'd honest. I'd do the dopey if I were you, Chris. Yeah, let's, just do, let's do all of it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I would do the 5 and or the 10. Okay. If you're doing it with your kids, do the 5. Okay. If, if, you're, if you've got your time down, you can do the 10. You're going to get more characters on the 10, and you're going to have more photo ops on the 10. Are there people, B, that position themselves at the front of the line and are all out, like, like, like trying to beat personal bests every time? Is that the kind of races that run Disney races bring? Or, or Both. Okay, so it's a mixed bag, right? Right, because anything over, if you're doing a, a half marathon, you have to, if you do not submit a time... They, they assign you corrals, and your a corral is um, based on the time that you submit, and they go in and verify the race that you did and the time that you did it in. Okay. So the elite runners are put in the front, hmm. and the people like me are put towards the back. <laughs> so I can't say I can complete this marathon in two hours and 35 minutes and then end up being a plotter at like six and a half hours. They would not appreciate that. No, that you can't do it. Because you wouldn't they're gonna even be able to pull that off. <laughs> yeah, they're going to pull you off the course. The balloon ladies will snag you right there. <laughs> okay, okay. But they do verify it. But the 5K, they don't verify, and there's no time requirement on it. Okay, and where did you say the verification process starts? Is that the half marathon and above? At the the half and the full, yes. And the full is only on, in January during Marathon Weekend. Okay. but That's crazy, people. Being a, being an ex-athlete, it's like I think I could probably compete a half marathon by a run-walk program right now and stay above that threshold. So when there's a spot for you to put down your verifiable time, would you put down you'd complete a 12-and-a-half-minute marathon, uh, a minute mile? Would they object to that? Would they just accept that as... A beginner's pace, or what would they do? I believe it's two, anything over two hours and 45 minutes, mm -hmm. you have to put in a verifiable race. If you don't put in a verifiable race, you go to the last corral. Oh, okay. But if you put in three hours, you may not be in the last corral. Because mm. there may be people that put in three hours and 15 minutes or three hours and 30 minutes. You have four hours to complete it. Gotcha. I'm, I can do it in three hours, 59 minutes. You don't want to do that because you don't want to be in the last crowd. Then you won't get to stop for pictures. 
You want to be I'm probably. Oh, that's why you don't want to be in the last corral. I was wondering why why you wouldn't <laughs> want to. Gotcha. You don't get to stop. I, I'd picking. probably end up in the last corral anyway. Be- because the balloon ladies are behind you, pushing you, so you don't have an op- opportunity to wait for pictures, right? Or go to the bathroom. Or go to the bathroom. Oh, that makes complete sense to me now. I was wondering that. I'm so glad I got that answer from you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or you'd have to really haul haul butt for the first uh, two or three miles to get yourself a gap there. To, exactly. Right? Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Pete, what do you got for B? Anything here? Because she has been... No, I'm... I, I'm... No? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work I, on I, it with me and you, buddy. When I come down there in October, I, I'm hoping we can meet up and maybe have lunch or dinner or something. I mean, she'll get... That? She'll have to do dinner with me, my wife, and my mom. But you know, as long as she's cool with it, I'm cool with it. It's about anything. Haven't you figured that out yet? We we figured that out about you. Hey, Pete, I got the idea. Me and you, 10k, digital external recorder, jogging and putting on a show at the same time. What do you think about that? Um, you're gonna have the dump button ready for a long time. <laughs> For, for the streak of cuss words at your at your yeah all right hey, okay every time my every time my right foot hits the ground all right hey B me and you with my digital external recorder we'll be putting on a show there you go That's right probably a safer bet <laughs> all right wait I am a southern girl and I do know how to <laughs> I'm sure you do I'll I'll color commentate from a golf cart next to you guys how about that oh man <laughs> no scooters allowed buddy. See, well, but see, that's not fair. I, I, of all the running events I've ever been involved with, I've been in an ambulance for. So yeah, that's not. That's fair. just where I'm comfortable. That's it's just <laughs> the way it is. I want to get out of my comfort zone, B. I'm going to try and get my wife and I to sign up, maybe a date weekend to come on down there and do one. So that would be phenomenal. They, you sign up about eight to ten months before. Okay. And when it opens, you better Let's sign be up it. immediately because they're sold out. Races sell out within, depending on the race. Princess sells out within forty-five minutes. Oh, okay. So it's literally you got to be on it at the very moment it opens up. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good advice too. DVC and annual pass holders get an opening a few days before they have a few slots that we can go in and sign up, and they usually sell out in fifteen minutes. Hmm. Okay, so you gotta be even earlier as an early bird for that one too. Correct. Okay. But if you can't get into that one, then you've got another chance um, when the regular registration opens. Okay, that's all great advice. Um, B, let me have you here. I want to wrap up the show. Let me have you uh, plug one more time, if you would. Uh, remind me of the where people can find you. Uh. Buy and sell DVC.com, DVC-rental.com. Our biggest Facebook group is Disney Vacation Club Resales DVC. And you are B. Thaxton. So, you know what, if you see that name, if you see that awesome picture of of you running, you'll know uh, you're talking to the awesome, inspiring person that was so nice to give us some of her time today. So, Anybody that wants to come join us, come on. We have a good time. I can vouch for that. <laughs> if you wanted to contact Peter or myself, you know what? Do that on Facebook at the WW Review or check us out on Twitter at WW Review or on our Instagram page as well. Um, I think that's all I got. You got any more, big guy? No, I'm pretty set. I'm 
Hopefully, you, I don't know if you can tell. I'm breathing slightly better today. So you are feeling much better. You sound much better today. I'm, I sound better. I didn't say I felt better. I'm just <laughs> breathing better. Okay. Hey, let's go back for a second, Chris, because yeah. you said you specifically wanted to ask me about my cancer because of your father. Talk to me about that. Um, as far as in relation to my father. Yes. As uh, to why, you, yeah. Well, you, you know what? Actually, you know what? It's 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 not really a secret right now. Um. My dad had a pancreatic cancer, and he had an operation called the Whipple, which is a major operation. It involves removing of parts of several organs. Pancreatic cancer is the number two cancer killer of, you know, I, I want to say men, but it's probably of people. Uh, colon ca- colon yeah. cancer is number one. So he was two and a half years cancer-free, and he had a reoccurrence. So wow. usually a reoccurrence can be pretty brutal, and... Uh, you know, he underwent chemotherapy and it looks like the chemotherapy didn't have the intended effect, but he's going for a second. Actually, he went for a second opinion at another really nice hospital in Chicago called Northwestern. It's the same Northwestern. They're all, uh, you know, kind of affiliated with each other as the Big Ten University. Right. And he got a, uh, a more positive, uh, opinion from the doctor there. There's no silver bullet. And in fact... There is a limit to the number of days my pro- my father will probably see, but he is, and my mom, I'm going to say, they are the toughest people I've ever met in their life. And the way both my mom and my dad have handled this from the start has been utterly amazing. So when I'm not posting as much as I like on Facebook, when I'm not, it's there are real things in my life going on, but even talking to you and your story... Um, I wanted to have you on, if only because I love the story of beating cancer. My dad did it once, and he's working on it again, and he's not a quitter. As much as it's beating him down, he's not a quitter. So I love the story. You know, a lot of it, and I don't care what anybody says, is mental. Mm-hmm. The first time they told me that I had cancer, and I'm just going to say it, it was when my ex-husband looked, now ex-husband looked at me. We'd been married 19 years and says, I don't think I can do this. My daughter was 12 years old and I said, well, let me show you where the door is. Oh, yeah. And do this. I, I have to because she has to be taken care of. And I said, God, if you'll just get me through this and let me see her raised and settled, then you can do with me what you want. My daughter is now 30 years old. She has a PhD in chemistry. She does drug development and makes new drugs, develops new drugs. Mm. And I'm still here. He left me here for a reason. And I thank God for it every day. And your father and your mother will definitely be in my prayers. Well, you know, I appreciate that. B. I knew we were kindred spirits. I couldn't quite figure out how until, until today, you know. So I appreciate that. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to live long enough to see her settled and happy in life. She's got a doctorate. She's got a husband. She's happy. I've done what I had to do. I've done what I've been put here to do. Awesome. So every every other day I get now is just extra. It's a gravy. And with <laughs> with your attitude, B, there will be so many more days after this. It's unbelievable. So... Then that makes Scott happy. <laughs> <laughs> every day. And I love seeing his reaction every day to it. 
So I'd drive him crazy. It's your job. I think if you Somebody didn't, has to. I think if you didn't, I would become disinterested, right? And, or he'd get bored. He, he'd get bored. So he goes, "Oh, B, no." I'm like, "Yes, yes, that's what we're going to do." I love it. I love it. All right. I've been through too much for anybody to tell me no. You, you know what? You're right. You have been, and you're entitled to do whatever you want at this point. So you are. You are absolutely right. <laughs> Hey, hey, Scott, might I add, maybe even another weekend. Huh? How's that sound? Did I? What do you think, B? No? Yes? Maybe? Who knows? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's bring this to a close. So for uh, for listening today and for downloading, we appreciate that. If you could go to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a rating or review, we'd appreciate that as well. Um, again, find B on Facebook. Uh, find all of her groups. You know, B's involved with the... Um, um, and I'm flipping the page, B, so hit me up again one more time. Let's do it. I'm trying to find it right now, and I've closed my book. You're... Uh, Resales DVC. That's the biggest Facebook group that we have. Find that Facebook group. So, uh, for my friend Peter, for my friend B, thank you. Have a great evening. See ya. Thanks. See you soon. I'll come true. May you always do for others and let others do for you. May you build a ladder to the stars and climb on every rung. And may you stay forever young. May you stay forever young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May your hands always be busy. May your feet always be swift. And may you have a strong foundation when the winds of change shift. And may your heart always be joyful. And may your song always